Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chatty Fox Conversations with the 20 something with me, Melissa, a 20 something. Thank you guys for tuning in again to listen to another episode. So today I have another guest, and if you haven't seen the episode title yet, it is the one, the only, he's actually been on here once before for the wine segment, but he's also my fellow wine lover, Mr. Adrian Hernandez. Hey everybody. Yay! So he's finally on. I know, long time listener, first time. He is there listening to every episode, so if you want to... You want to match Adrian? Do it. Please go back and listen to all my episodes. So we are here today because we're going to share a bottle of wine. Uh Adrian, do you want to introduce the bottle of wine for today's episode? Sure. The bottle of wine we're drinking today is from Miramontes Winery in Temecula. And the wine is called Bin 380 2020. Is that we we tried it in the tasting, right? Yeah, we when we went to Temecula, this was one yes. of the bottles, and yes. we bought one. So we actually went wine tasting for Itzy's birthday in Temecula, and the winery is called Miramonte Winery, and this is one of the ones we liked, so we bought it. We bought two. The other one was pretty good too. Yeah. It was like op- it was called Optimus something. Itzy kept up calling it the Optimus Prime. Yes, I think and it, it was like Apilente or something. It was something out of, out there. Yeah, yeah, and it was a white wine, right? Yeah, the that one, one was good too. Wine. This one I forgot how it tastes, so this is kind of like another first taste for me because I forgot what it tasted like. So we we we're just gonna jump jump right in because it took us forever to get these mics working, and we already want to drink a, a good bottle of wine. So, Adrian, do you want to do the honors? Yes. It's a twist off, so. Wow, my favorite part. So while he's pouring it, let me just describe to you. And I'm going to post a picture of them too on the Instagram at the Chatty Fox Pod. But Adrian for Christmas bought me wine glasses with little sharks in them. And it's going to be so cute because it literally looks like the sharks are swimming in the wine. So let me take a picture for the Instagram. Okay, so... Cheers. And now, first, Adrian, before you take a sip, you already know, you got to tell the Foxies what does it smell like. Okay, okay. And Adrian is a fellow wine lover, and he knows about wine like me, so. So it's very fruity. It almost smells kind of like there's a hint of jelly or like like a very sweet fruit, like maybe raspberry or like blackberry too. I do smell the blackberries. I remember when we were in the winery, I was trying really hard to like really, cause I'm not good at the like the descriptor words mm-hmm. for like smells. Cause smelling wine's pretty hard for me. But this one does smell pretty fruity. Yeah. It's okay. Very, it smells sweet. Like it's gonna. It is sweet. sweet. Yeah. Or it does smell sweet. Alright. Yes. Okay. What do you think? Hmm. Oh, maybe I need a little sip of quick. Take all the sips you need. Man, I don't even know how to explain what I'm tasting. See, it's even hard for us. I almost want to say, like, what? So, like, a lot of, I hear a lot of wine connoisseurs say, like, oak. Do you think that's what that is? Maybe. Do you want to read what's on the bottle and what the bottle says? 
Yeah, let's go for it. I do taste. I don't taste sweet though. Yeah, no. It's... It smells sweet, but it doesn't taste sweet. All right, so this is a Temecula Valley red wine, and let's see what it says. It actually doesn't say anything. Oh, is it, it just it, about it the just winery? Says government warning. <laughs> Government, what's the government warning? According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcohol beverages on, during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. This should have gone on my pregnancy episode too. <laughs> That's why we drink non-alcoholic wines. I remember trying that one, Issy tricked me. She was like, try this one, Millie said it was really good. Oh, so you did try it? Yeah. No, I didn't even finish it. Like, I don't think I ever will. <laughs> okay, so... Thank you for being on, Adrian. I don't think I said thank you yet. Well, of course, I didn't want to be on for a while. I know, and I and I know you wanted to talk about college. That is what we'll be talking about today. But of course, before we get into that, uh, let's finish the wine segment. So overall, what do you think about this wine, and what would you rate it? I really want to give it like an eight or a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think one is smells really good. It does like smell really sweet. good. You don't, even though it's like a, what, what do you call it? Like a more full body wine? Like yeah, this is definitely bitter. full body and dry. It's, yeah, it's not too in your face. Mm. So I think it's a really like smooth drink. So like a, a Cabernet is usually like in your face dry. Yeah, a little bit. Is this a blend or? I didn't, it just didn't says even red wine, so I think it might be a blend. I do agree that a lot of um, dry wines are like really in your face and this one's very smooth so i think i would give it an eight an eight mm-hmm. wow we pick good wines yes this and honestly this winery was cute too mm-hmm. i you mean tell them how much it costs to go though oh uh, yeah that was, did you know that's how much it was gonna cost i didn't so well i made the reservations for everybody yeah. and you know you made the down payment uh-huh. But then they made us pay, like, after the yeah, that So we, like, paid double what I think we were supposed yeah, to. Yeah, so I put that in their Yelp review. I gave this winery a Yelp review. It wasn't that bad because the ser- the guy who served the us... The server was really cool. He was really cool. Like, honestly, I was I felt bad I didn't get his name. Um, but he was really personable, very nice. He was knowledgeable, too. And he was really nice in his pores. Like, he he gave us really good pores. And because it's his birthday, like, he literally... He heavy poured yeah, her. Yeah, he heavy poured her. Um, and, like, the private area was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the like he said, the only thing I didn't like, uh, or one of the things I didn't like, was that they made us, like, to put a deposit for our reservation, but it didn't go towards anything. Yeah, we still had to pay for the complete wine. Which tasting. doesn't make sense. I've never seen that. I think they may have just played us and then we were all too drunk to really question it. So maybe like if you do plan on going there, if you're in the Temecula area, maybe like ask about that. Like when you make a reservation, just keep an eye out for that payment that you made. Um, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Also, the one thing I wrote on my Yelp review was when we went to go eat, remember? Oh, yeah. Were you there when um, like we made... we put our name on the list to eat and that's like a whole different part of the winery and then once it was our turn she was like okay like we have a table for you tell me why the one table like the table she sits us in is literally the only one that's in the sun and Temecula's hot like it was hot that day yeah I wasn't there for that part but I remember you guys telling me yeah and I got mad because literally like she literally was expecting us to sit there and I looked at her and I was like 
do you do you have one in the shade and, and there was like one like literally the next row over she looked annoyed okay she looked annoyed when i asked her and then she was like the best i can do is this one which is literally the one next to it with shade and i'm like okay <laughs> like why don't you just give us this one in the first place that was our experience with this wine and the winery if you are interested if you're in the temecula area um it was a really good wine i like this eight out of ten for me what do you say final to the wine uh yeah i'll go eight eight I'm not trying to overhype it for anybody the chatty fox approved eight out of ten itsy get out of here my wine, my wine. So, so we okay, have another wine. guest on this podcast apparently okay uh -oh. it's it's right. if she gets a small pour because she's only a okay. secondary guest. Yeah, it's you guys are gonna have to share mics. Okay, so we interrupted this wine segment, or I'm sorry, the new guest interrupted our wine segment, and she wanted to insert herself. Okay, I'm just gonna give this new guest a, a one rule because when you were on last time, you kept fidgeting, and the things you kept fidgeting with. I edited them out. <laughs> so don't fidget with things. That thing you just heard was her water bottle. Her big ass gallon water. Anyway, introduce yourself, new guest. Hello, my name is Isabella Paula Fox. How are you? <laughs> the Foxes, you already know her. She is my sister. And but, my girlfriend. Yes, yeah, she is Adrian's girlfriend. Girlfriends. Girlfriend. Have <laughs> <laughs> They're in a polyamorous relationship. With her and her other personalities. <laughs> so, new guest, you came into the wine segment. So, what do you think of the wine? What would you rate it? Because she already took a sip of it. At first, I was like, ooh. But then, second sip, I was like, okay. And now, my third one, I'm like, okay, I can take it. You know? So, eight out of ten? Adrian and I say 8 out of 10. Yeah. I give it a 7.5 because I don't want to be the same. Wow. So okay. Okay, so I have one last question to officially end off the wine segment. If this wine was a person, how like what person would it be? So you can either say a specific person or in my last episode, I wasn't specific. I just like said a generic or like a type of person. Like for example... I would say this wine, I'm not, this is kind of like my last answer, because like, I drank a red wine last week, and I said it was like a businessman who's like, mm -hmm. clean and like sensual at the same time, so I say this is the woman version, because this one smells fruity, and it's soft, and it has a little bit of berries, like the smell, so I think it's a girl who's a, also a businesswoman. But when she goes out at night, she puts on like a red dress, you know, like those red fiery dresses. Yeah. And a strappy heel. Um, I had a, actually a <laughs> completely different vision. Oh. Um, not saying guy or girl, but do you remember the guy that we met on the boat cruise in Greece? The guy that we thought was super cool? He was just this. The guy that looked like the guy from Where the Milk? So you say. Kind of say. Anyway, anyway <laughs> so there's this guy who, you know, no, nothing fancy, not super handsome, not anything, but he, he was like charismatic, kind of, you know, he was like a person that mm -hmm. you gravitated toward that was easy to talk to, easy to hang out with. And I think this is, you know, it's a, it smells good, it's inviting, you know, it's mm -hmm. pretty smooth, kind of, it's kind of tasty, so, you know, it's easy to keep drinking it. 
Mm, I like I that answer. That works pretty well. That's, that's a cute answer. So, um, by the way, if you haven't heard my episode with Itzy like two weeks ago, she mentioned that they went to Greece. So that's who you're talking about, right? One of yeah. the boat guys in their Greece trips. Wow, that was a good yeah, answer. Yeah, cool. I like that. That was a good answer. But you know what? My answer's going to be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was just thinking of a girl who likes romance and who likes just feeling herself. You know, like, this wine, if you have enough, you'll feel pretty. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't have a good answer. But I, I mean, so overall, like a beautiful, sensual woman is what you would say. Yeah. But like every day, like I can drink this and it'll be fine. No special occasion, but like chill. Would you spend 80 bucks every day? Oh, this was 80 bucks? <laughs> this was like 40. Oh, I thought it was 80. Oh, like, it was 80 because we, we bought two. That's yeah. right. Oh, okay, that's. I guess average in the wine world, but for like wineries, yeah, that's yeah, but solid. yeah, yeah, it's a good price for a winery actually. But for me, the unemployed person here, that is too high for me right now. Um, yeah, cause did I? I didn't tell you when I went to Napa, that bottle was eighty bucks. Really? Okay. And that was the cheapest one too. I specifically got that one because it was the cheapest one, mm-hmm. but it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a chocolate pairing. But anyway, thank you guys for being troopers and doing the wine segment with me. Wait, you're a secondary guest. You don't get to finish the wine. I know, Itzy. Why are you finishing the wine? I, I just wanted some. Okay, yeah. So to officially end it, actually for sure this time, <laughs> Adrian, do you have any wine tips for people out there who maybe either? Well, I don't know. What is your what is the well, tip you have? Well, my wine tip is for when you're initially pouring and drinking the wine. So. Part of it is when you open the bottle, the like aromas and scents and everything are very condensed in the bottle. So that's why they always suggest you like aerate it for a while. That lets the flavor and tech and texture and everything spread out more to be more even. The second one is that when you're actually drinking it, usually your first taste is pretty bitter no matter what type of wine it is, unless it's like a really sweet wine. So they suggest to do between like two to three before you really start trying to determine what flavors are, what things because your palate gets used to it and then you really start tasting different things so next time when i do my wine tasting for like my podcast i should take three sips first and then start describing it after that yeah because the first one kind of hits you but then slowly as you get used to it you know the taste changes and that's when you really start the more you know wow see what did i tell you guys he knows wine he probably knows more than me. Well, you know, I actually learned this on the uh, virtual wine tasting we did like a couple years back. Oh, really? Oh my god! Oh, my god. So I don't. I, I'm surprised you. Beginning. I'm surprised you remembered <laughs> anything. <laughs> See, like I feel, dude. I got so drunk that time too. This is. Let me tell the people right now. Adrian's a nerd, and he'll just retrieve. That's so funny. Was like it was in the beginning? Okay. <laughs> so I backstory about what he brought up. In, like, the midst of COVID, I believe this was summertime in 2020, um, our local winery, um, shout out to Urban Press Winery in Burbank, um, they were doing virtual wine tastings to kind of keep their business going. Um, They offered, like, cases, uh, well, actually, they were supposed to be samplers. So they were, like, if you purchase a sampler, like, the little mini bottles of six wines, 
uh, you'll get free access to like a virtual tasting. So all you have to do is pay like, it wasn't that expensive. I think it was like 20 bucks for like six wines. However, I think last minute they just, I don't know what made them decide this, but they were like, because I bought two, yeah. one for you and Itzy and one for me and Jerry, because they were like small samplers. Tell me why last minute they were like, never mind, we'll just give you like full size bottles. Yeah, that was great. So we literally had 12 wine bottles. And we killed like... We killed a all? lot. No, not no. all of them. No, you kept some. Because we put oh, some in your fridge. Because they're like, we basically had two of each. So we for sure killed six. Because we were yeah. like, let's just finish. <laughs> That's a lot, actually. Between four people. But I remember we both had the same one as like our favorite. It was like the red wine that they gave us. Yeah, it w- that was fun. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what he was talking about. But yeah, it was fun because the owner of this this winery and I think he's the owner, right? He also did like the the oh, yeah. virtual wine tasting. Like he led it. He was he's an old guy, but he was fun. And mm-hmm. he also got drunk. So you, I think by the time we were like in our fourth or fifth wine, like they were just like saying jokes. <laughs> but that was fun. Well, thank you, Adrian, for that tip. Foxies, let me know if you tried this tip and you noticed a difference. To really start this next part, Itty, please try not to make a lot of noise. You guys already know my sister, Itzy, so we don't need to like get to know her anymore. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all are tired of her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, Adrian, why don't you introduce yourself to the Foxies? But wait, before you do. I have a set of, like, a structured intro. All right. Tell them your name, your age, because it's a 20-something podcast, your zodiac sign, and what you do for a living. And I have a question at the end. Okay. So my name is Adrian. Can I say my last name? If you want. Fernandez, <laughs> I guess, whatever. Chinese. Um, I am 25 years old. Just turned 25 in July. I am a cancer, and I currently work more or less as a technical support person in a connectors company. Yeah, that means nothing to a lot of people. I was like, sounds official to me. Kind of. Wait, I think you're the first water sign guest I've had. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now I finally had all four elements. Now you're the avatar. Wow. (laughs) For the last question, I always want to ask like an interesting question to my guests as their intro, just to see like, you know, about themselves. A fun question. Okay. So the question I have is, if you were on death row and had to choose your last meal, what would it be? It is looking at me because she already knows, I think, what I'm going to say. Oh, she knows? So, I love steak, so I'd always pick a steak. But I think I know which steak you're gonna choose. Uh, what's it called? A couple years back, me and Itzy went to a dinner for my mom's birthday at this place called Mastro's. Mm-hmm. It is probably by far the most amazing ribeye steak I've ever had in my life. Oh, ribeye! Yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna. Say, I thought you were gonna say tamahawk. No, no. Uh, my favorite cut of steak is ribeye. Oh, I love Tomahawk's ribeye cool. too. But it's very expensive, it and is, they trick yeah. you, because they say 40 ounces, but 20 ounces of bone, 20 ounces of meat, so do you hear don't that? get played. Do you hear that? My sister's finishing the bottle. <laughs> oh, you, better not drop, you better not drop any. 
my mom's house. I was like, please. She was literally pouring red wine on top of my mom's like embroidered Mexican white tablecloth. So it would be that steak with like grilled asparagus and some mm. mashed potatoes. Oh, that sounds so good. With like a like a red whiskey, wine? like an old fashioned oh. or something. Oh, an old fashioned one. I think um, that'd be a good That sounds way like to go. a good meal. You're making me want to go to Mastro's. Jerry, take me to Mastro's. <laughs> Please. Wow, well, thank you for introducing yourself. Now you guys know a little bit more about Adrian and his last meal that he would he would order in death row. So, like I mentioned earlier, this week in our episode, I wanted to talk to Adrian and I guess Itzy too. Unfortunately. <laughs> about just college in general. I had a lot of questions because I went to a UC, but they went to a state college. Yeah, we went to CSUN. CSUN! Which is mascot? Matadors? Yeah. Matadors. Maddie the Matador. That's his name? Yeah. Maddie? Maddie, yeah. They're not that creative. And I just wanted to ask them, you know, about their like experience applying to college what made them choose season specifically you didn't go to community college at all right none of no. you did for anything no okay i was like i feel like we should have had someone else on here with community college anyway not the not the point the point was that i wanted to just ask adrian about his journey like applying to college what made him choose season his experience like as a freshman versus like a senior because you know Obviously, going through college is like a big, like a big stepping stone and like something new that you don't know what you're doing. And you were how long were you at season for? Wow, throwing me, throwing me out like that. No, but you're sure. gonna get oh. in. You're gonna get in. <laughs> I was in. I was at season for five and a half years. It's been eighty years. <laughs> no, no I brought that up because his major is hard. Okay, I know. Yeah. Almost every person I know who's done your major has been in college for five years, um, including my freshman roommate. <laughs> I, I asked that because I'm like, you know, that's a different experience too, like seeing people that you started with graduate already. So I don't know, I just wanted to get like your point of view on that. So you can start off by saying like, what was your experience applying to these colleges? Okay. Did you get financial aid? Did you, how many colleges did you pick? Where did you get into? And where did you not get into? All right, so I want to preface this by saying I'm not dumb, but. Uh, Obviously by, you're not, you have a degree. senior year, you know, I had a very mediocre GPA. Not mediocre, but like it was like 3.3, so not extremely competitive. I applied to UC San Diego. I applied to UC. Trident. Irvine, <laughs> UC Davis, UC... So I played about five or six UCs. And then because yeah. of our location, you know, we get automatic acceptance into CSUN. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, so if you guys are thinking, you always got a chance to CSUN if you're living nearby. That is true. I totally forgot about that. So, long story short, everybody else said no. So I went to CSUN. So it was just UCs you applied to technically? Technically, yeah. And Unfortunately, then, I didn't think of applying to 
uh, Cal State's, not because I thought they were bad or anything, but I, everybody I knew went to UC, so I kind of wanted oh, yeah. to go to UC. Well, I mean, because your brother went to yeah. UC, right? No, that makes sense. And I, I had the same mindset, too. I wanted oh. to leave and go somewhere. And to me, like, I felt like a lot of state schools were still too close. 3.3 is not bad, like... Like, I feel like they it, they also look at, like, other things you did. So, did you do anything else in high school? Um, I like was on the baseball you... team, which I don't think that really matters too much. I uh, did wrestling for a year. That didn't really matter. Oh, much. you wrestled? I didn't know that. Uh, so junior year, I did. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. you ended up going to CSUN. Did you apply there, like... For the major that you that you graduated with, yeah. So I applied. Everywhere I applied to was for mechanical engineering. Oh, okay. And I think part of it is that I think it's weighted pretty heavily as like a major when applying. I don't know yeah. how that works. But. Yeah, because I asked that because I remember Miss Leonidas was like, sometimes it's helpful to apply as undeclared, and then change your major because yeah. sometimes your major could be like impacted or like have different like requirements mm -hmm. i guess so that's what i did i just did undeclared like all throughout yeah so i didn't think about doing that unfortunately that made a, made a difference probably i know ucsd for sure had a lot of engineers mm -hmm. like that was like but they also have a really impacted. good engineering program they do and yes actually went they do to go visit you sort of one year you did you remember it was me the ex and then the, the other ex. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh. And then you got Carla or somebody to show me around or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she lived. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because where Carla lived. Shout out to Carla. Uh, fellow Trident. She lived in Warren College. and Which that's, was the engineering That's one. where a lot of engineers were. I don't think it was like officially like that. But it was like that because the engineering school. Like, the school and the building yeah. was right there. Um, and that's what it ended up feeling like to me. Because I had a math class over there once. And I remember walking there and I'm like, this feels very sad. <laughs> no, just because, like, the buildings look so, like... I don't know why engineering buildings there look pretty sad. Yeah, they do. Why uh, do the CSUN so, buildings so, look sad? Let me talk about this. So, <laughs> CSUN engineering building jacaranda... It's very sad. A lot of like pale colors, like you know, they got <laughs> those, those checkered tile, like the little really cheap checkered tiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got like the like the light brown, the faded green, the dark blue. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, the yeah. walls were all like either like a pale green or like a tan. So, Ugh, so it was very bland. You walked in, you know, none of the classes were like super fancy except for some of the like machine shop rooms and stuff yeah but yeah everything was very just kind of bare minimum because no one in the engineering field you think is like oh wow i wanted this building to look cool i, you, I feel like maybe that wasn't a priority i was, was like you would the, think like no? the tech and what you're actually learning yeah that's true because the only buildings that i remember being really nice at ucsd was the business ones yeah. actually business building at season two is pretty cool yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Also, sorry, I burped. Like <laughs> you have like a the side oh. roof, and you have all the couches and like lounge yeah. right in the middle. Yeah, the build the business buildings at UCSD had couch or like, I don't know about couches, but they had like cushioned chairs. Yeah. 
And then there's, I remember one of the business classes, I, well, I minored in business, so I took some classes there. But there was this one hall that had, like, cushion chairs that, like, moved. They didn't have, like, like they weren't rolling chairs, but they were, like, two chairs stuck together with one. Oh. So you can swerve, basically, from, like, That's pretty cool. Yeah, like, you can't move anywhere else, but you can swerve. So I remember whenever I'd be bored, I would just, like, rock back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Man. So I guess it's not just UCSD. It's everywhere else. I'm All sorry if you're an engineer. The money's... Bella. <laughs> I'll say Bella's probably. Oh yeah, shout out Bella. I know, shout out Bella. Mechanical engineer. Yeah, I, I didn't have class with her, but you know, I'd be in like the computer labs or whatever, and yeah. she'd be there too, and I'd be like, Bella, what's up? Honestly, she's almost done, huh? Um, yeah. She's almost done. Shout yeah. out I Bella. Think it was her last year. Mm-hmm. Woo! You go, girl. Nice. But yeah, so that was why you took five yeah. years because i feel like engineers just have a lot of so that was part of it also i didn't have a very good study ethic in the mm-hmm. beginning maybe because i thought like high school was too easy i didn't really to be fair our high school didn't really like yeah i feel like it made it seem too easy but so going into you know my soft my freshman year all your ge's you got your basic math you got your I took speech, like random stuff you just needed to take to fulfill GEs. Mm-hmm. I didn't study for any of those classes either. Like I was like, all oh, these are easy, done got did nothing. And then that was like all of my freshman year, super easy classes, A's and B's and most of those. And then sophomore year came. Is that when you started like your actual engineering classes? Uh, yeah, pretty much. The first year was like your intro classes and... You may, I had, like, one design class, but it was very basic. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, the intro to the design. So, But sophomore year, one, I thought freshman year was really boring because I commuted. So, I went to school oh, and I went home. And oh, that was okay. kind of, like, my whole day. It was very boring. Yeah. I didn't get that very I mean, college you're, experience. You're, yeah, you're not that far, but, like, you're not close either. Yeah. No, it was, like, 40 minutes driving in the morning because of traffic, everybody getting there. Mm-hmm. And then about the same, getting back, because I left around, like, rush hour, so. Oh, my God. You didn't go to the gym or anything? Well, that was the gym. I wasn't taking very many classes. I was taking, 12, oh, I I was taking like, 12 units, because that's yeah. what my counselor suggested. Also, screw my counselor. <gasps> I found out later that I needed to take 15 units a semester since the very start to graduate in four years. And I was taking 12 for a whole year. Oh, but they told you to they take 12? To take 12. Why? Because it was my freshman year and take it easy oh. and like get used to it. And I was like, I'm going to listen to her. Like, I don't know better. Yeah. Oh, so that's also why. So that was part of the reason. So if you don't do I think that, she should have still gave you years. both options. Yeah. Because she, she didn't give, shit. she didn't tell you the other options. She was just like, take 12. Yeah. She didn't say like, you can, I suggest you take 12, but you can also take 14. No. So I, I walked in and I was like, hey, you know, I apply for these classes or any more I should take. And I had 12 units because I was a minimum to be two be a full-time student mm-hmm. and she was like you know it's your first semester you know your first year uh do 12 and she was like these classes look good you know you're on the track or whatever and i was like okay cool so i did the classes she had to did and all your first year all your first, all year, first year i found out like my junior year that i was supposed to take 15 <gasps> no. units every wait i'm confused because i thought you would get an advisor in your department 
or like I that did. nose. Oh, you did. I never yeah. went back to my advisor after that first year because yeah, they they suck. Yeah, that's. I feel like that advisor should have known, like from other students' experiences, like how long it would take. I feel like she should have gave you all the options. She should have been like, if you do this, it'll add a year. Or you can do this and graduate in four years. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what a good advisor would do. So that's, I guess that's one thing we both would say to anyone listening in college. Don't trust your advisor. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is try more than one advisor and see. And ask questions. Like, yeah, ask, ask questions. Ask if there's like other routes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Don't just take their first suggestion at their work. Yeah, because maybe they don't know better or maybe they think they do. But, like, if you're capable of doing it and you want to do it, go ahead. Like, I feel like you could at least try it. Because, like, if you failed one class, then it's, like, the same thing as taking 12 units. Yeah. Well, and that's where sophomore year came in. <laughs> you failed a class. I failed my first class. It's okay. I failed my first class, too, in college. So, uh, I never failed a class. Whatever. <laughs> so, a, a lot of things kind of happened my sophomore year. Sophomore year is actually the first year or semester I joined my fraternity. Oh, we can get into the after. Yeah, so that was sophomore year. But my first semester of sophomore year was I started taking my like the secondary classes. So I took like I think college algebra and trig my first year. So coming into my sophomore year, also because I tried to do the math placement test, but I didn't study for that because I thought mm -hmm. I placed high and I didn't. Mm -hmm. So I had to do those classes. So then sophomore year comes, calc, calc 1. I don't know why I was so confused by half of the topics. Like, they weren't difficult, but like I couldn't figure out what the question was sometimes. I ended up failing that and had to take it over the next semester. Mm. But other than that, it was also the first year I took Chem 101, which was like the second chemistry class I had to take. And that was extremely difficult. So much memorization. It was like chemical formulas. So I got a C in that class. So my GPA hey. started falling. Oh. Well, well from, <laughs> you know, about a 2.8, like 3.0 from my first year. Yeah. Going into, I got really low, I think, my first semester. Also, though, like, you're, you're taking pretty hard classes, though. Like, I think you should give yourself a little more credit. And it, but that was by far my worst semester. I got like a one point like ninety seven. Really? Because I failed one class and I got like C's and all the others. Did so, you reach out to any like tutors or I anything ended up like going that? to tutoring not that semester because I didn't think I was gonna do that bad. But you know, so after the fact. After so the fact. senior year? No, was that? Oh, that was sophomore, right? That was sophomore. Year. So junior year. Well, so that was first semester. So that second semester, oh, right. you know, I had a retake calculus passed. Somehow I still passed it like a C. <laughs> Me too. Like everything I did well the first time around, I did really bad the second time. <laughs> but the things I did really bad the first time, I, got, did, I did well. really well, oh. which was really dumb. I felt kind all of the math. I swear, all the math classes, the actual math classes themselves are so annoying. Like... My engineering classes where you actually apply the math I was just going to ask that. Learn. Do you apply that to yes. yourself? So you oh, do. Okay. And that, understanding the basics there, it finally makes sense why you had to learn this and how mm -hmm. it actually applies in the real world and et cetera, et cetera. And it makes sense and you're engaged. But just learning linear 
curves and random ass shit just yeah. for the sake of learning it is so mind numbing. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, I didn't major in anything STEM related, so you can just imagine how I felt because mm. like I don't apply that to what I'm majoring in right now. Um, but yeah, Calc two was hard. I felt that one. But uh, I get you. Yeah, so Calc two, uh, I actually felt that twice. I had to retake it in twice. I was about to switch majors because I was like, this math is fucking ridiculous. And you needed that one. I needed to do Calc 2, Calc 3, and Linear, linear uh, something another. Oh, God. Oh, shit. But, you know, I felt it a second time, and I felt confident going into that class, so I was like, what the fuck? So I took it in community college in College of Canyons. Mm-hmm. Passed with an A. Honestly, I generally think it was how my professors taught it. Because was it the same professor both times? Different professors. Oh, okay. But both of them were supposed to, were like rated on, you know, rate my professor really high. But I went to community college and I passed that class with an A. Like, the, I don't wow. know if it was just the way he went about the different problems and the different subjects. But it just clicked. It grabbed. Like, I understood everything that I, I was like, I didn't get shit the last time around. In those classes, compared to the community college one, do you think it had anything to do with, like, the size? Because, and I'm asking because I, like, I remember taking Calc 2 also, and I, and I, I did the same thing. I got the professor that got a lot of good reviews and from students and from my professor, and I felt in his, like, I couldn't do it. My second time, I got into, like, a smaller class. Mm-hmm. I went to like the tutoring as well, so maybe the tutoring helped too. Do you think it was because of that? I, that may have played a part in it. I was also more vocal, I think, because it was a smaller class. So maybe, you know, there's less people, and maybe it's less intimidating to speak in front of yeah. less people. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I was asking questions left and right in community college class, but there was like 15 of us. While in, mm. you know, my, in the actual engineering class, it was like 50. And you were like one person. Damn, that's still small. At UCSD, there were like over 100. Yeah, I mean, the only really big class I had were my physics classes. The first one, I did really well in, but I also they offered tutoring just off, like off the bat. Like, you know, we have this uh, Damn, they graduate student that will t- teach classes like an hour before class starts of the subject matter you learned like the week before. Oh, that's helpful. Yeah, so I would go to that every week, and I did really, really well in that class. And I was excited, and I was like, oh, you know, physics was super cool. I understood it. I'm going to go to my second one. (sighs) The second one. So, the first class was, like, physics and dynamics, which is, like, how gravity, acceleration, velocity, all that applies to physics. The second one was like electric magnetism, so how magnets and electric currents affect physics. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you And you needed about? that one too? Yes. I don't know. I never used it at any of my classes. But they said I needed it. Only reason I passed that class, funny enough, is because there was an active shooter warning on campus. <gasps> oh, wait, I remember that. No, so, wasn't it during finals week? Yeah. So all the finals were take home finals. So I met up with like three of my friends in that class. We checked everything. Oh my god! Please don't take my degree from me. <laughs> but it's. I was like, I can cut that out if you want. No, it's fine. But that's. Oh, I do remember that. Oh my but, god! But so you know, I I passed that class. Wasn't that recently? 
Like uh, within the like, past two years? No, this is like three, four a, years ago. Three, four years ago. I think I was a sophomore. Junior? Oh. Sophomore. But yeah, yeah so, I remember so that, that too, happened yeah. and I was like, woo, yeah, you know, I passed my classes. Wow. I, I otherwise probably wouldn't have. But after that, like after that though, you know, it was my senior year and my senior, senior year. Your super senior year. <laughs> my super year. senior year. So those, you know, were pretty smooth sailing. I passed all my classes, but I started having to take more classes. So I took between, I think, 17 units a semester Damn. for two years. Didn't Itzy do that too? What? Something like that. 17 units? I did 17 units per semester. Y'all are fucking crazy. Yeah, so I took 17 units per semester for two years, and I took like two to three summer classes. To make up, you know, for all the semesters I, oh. like, was restricted from actually taking classes because I didn't have the math I needed. Dang. So that really put me back. So I had to do summer. I had to do this and that. But what's it called? My super, no, my senior year, not my super senior year. I actually joined an engineering club. Wow. How and was that? Well, it was cool, but it was kind of useless. So, oh. So... <laughs> There's different engineering clubs, and like the main ones are the like American Society of Mechanical Engineers, American Society of Civil Engineers. Oh, and okay. I had a friend who was a civil engineer, and she had convinced me and her friends to join her club. So, me as a mechanical engineer joined the civil engineering club. Oh. To where, you know, I, the club itself was cool. They had this big competition where, uh, you know, they made a canoe out of cement and they had to race them, and somehow they floated. What? Like, they had to make steel bridges that held, like, 3,000 pounds. And I was actually part of that team. I had to actually build the bridge because they timed you how fast you could build it. Damn. So I was on that team. There was, like, sports competitions. So I was on the Ultimate Frisbee for that, like, what? year. Dang. Which is pretty cool. Like, you know, like, I got to hang out with more engineering people yeah. than I had because, you know, you just have your classmates and everybody's mm-hmm. awkward because they're engineers and no one's socially Yeah. Or available. it's, like, just go to class <laughs> and then leave. Yeah. So that was one way to make, you know, friends in engineering, but mm-hmm. it was for civil, so it didn't really help me academically, so, a- academically yeah. or towards when I started applying to places like, yeah. oh yeah, I participated in civil engineering stuff. Nothing relevant to what I'm applying to, but you know, What's civil there. engineering? Uh, civil engineering is like structures, so they design roadways, they design bridges, buildings. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like for the civilians? Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> but yeah, they have a lot of classes. Like cement is a, just a class in itself somehow. Really? Cement. cement. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also kind of ridiculous. Mm. And because like, will mechanical engineering be like, like for rides in amusement parks? Um, it can be. So mechanical engineering is heavily focused on design. Mm. So... It's designed of any mechanical parts. So it could be designed... Like auto could be for auto. I met this guy at a job fair who's, you know, just recently graduated, etc., etc., and is designing rocket engine parts. Oh, that's cool. So you can do anything that needs mechanical designing, you can kind of work in. So you can go to the medical field if you want to do medical devices. You Ooh, can go. Yes, that's you can where apply I'm to like to Disney and stuff and help design roller coasters and rides. 
you, there's so much you could do which part of the reason why I did mechanical engineering because it was such a broad a broad yeah a thing that you could whatever you you wanted to do you kind of could yeah so like I always so you can to work choose with, which path you want yeah, after so graduation I wanted to work with like drones and yeah, aircrafts yeah. and building a rocket sounded awesome so I was like that's kind of like more of the aerospace side is where I've always wanted to mm. so where's the dream company uh, that you dream would want company to work for? is something like Northrop Grumman, uh, SpaceX, Rocket SpaceX. Nine, something like one of those big companies that you know they have a whole division that just build like military jets. They have the James Webb Telescope, the new one that's uh, supposed to take over oh, the yeah, Hubble yeah. Telescope. Mm-hmm. That was designed by Northrop in partnership with like NASA and other people. But like mm-hmm. my uncle was like a a project manager on that. So you have connections. I do have connections. And I keep trying to apply, but they still haven't gotten back to me. Yeah. And then I eventually graduated five yeah. and a half years later. Wow. Well, hey, you did it. Actually, that's another thing I wanted to ask about. So he graduated during, ju- the, pandemic. during the pandemic. And if you haven't heard Itzy and I's first episode together, I don't know what episode number it was, but she also graduated during the pandemic we graduated at the same time yeah they both graduated so actually now that you both are on here i was actually gonna be like do you have any like advice for listeners if like maybe they're applying to college or they're freshmen in college i know it's a 20 something podcast but i think my statistics show that i have like 30 percent uh like 18 to 20 so i think that makes sense because you're talking about your experience as a 20-year-old to people that are not there yet. Right? That's what I hope to... That's what I like to think about. So, actually, wait. Sorry. Before we get into that. Before Itzy really interrupted with her sneezes, <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys about your thoughts about graduating during the pandemic. I know Itzy kind of gave a little bit of thoughts, but, like, now that you're here and you both graduated at the same time, how was that, like, together and... Talk about your your makeshift graduation at your house. <laughs> okay, so I can talk about this. So I pandemic started twenty twenty March, so I still had I graduated uh, December of twenty twenty. So you know I still had oh, like a semester okay. and a half virtual. So that was really annoying, just because you know you didn't have that interaction with people. Mm-hmm. The only reason I had like study groups was because I had made friends the other years. To help me study, oh, you know. Oh, that's true. So we like made this course. That's uh, a good benefit. And stuff. During the finals and midterms, we're like, oh, side Discord, like, hey, what's this? <laughs> Everybody posting answers. Everybody took I'm one I'm surprised problem. I didn't like manage that. Yeah, it was very hard too. It was very new, you know. Yeah, it was new. It was before day. pandemic, right? When that shooting thing happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, finally graduated, but we. I didn't have a actual graduation. Like, there was no ceremony, there was nothing. So, you know, come spring 2021, that's when, you know, they give you the ceremony usually, even Mm -hmm. for people that graduated in the fall semester. So that's when Itzy graduated. You know, they put your name on TV and they had, like, a virtual announcement. Mm -hmm. Honestly, because it wasn't in person, I kind of didn't care anymore. You didn't care. So I didn't even watch it. I didn't even see my name. Oh, you didn't watch it? No. I wasn't gonna sit there for a two what, hour time. When to was find it again? Name. Wasn't it? It was the day of our graduation, his ceremony. I was okay. like, there's no point. You know, like, I'm Did your parents watch it or no, like. No one watched it. No one watched it. I didn't tell anybody when it was. Aww. 
But you know, I didn't care because my parents yeah. decided to be really cool, and my family got together, and they actually put together a makeshift graduation. They for us. did. That was really cute. So we had uh, my cousin who had just recently graduated from a master's program at where, but you know, she was like the honorary speaker. She kind of talked a little bit. She introduced us. We had the, the music playing. Literally we, we got, everything. They rented us caps and gowns. Oh, that's they, right. They, they made did. They speeches and everything. They went all out. That was so cute. And you know, it was super cool because the idea behind it was, even though it's in the pandemic, they still wanted to celebrate the big graduation educational moments for like the little ones in my family, you know, the, the little nephews like and your, cousins. Uh-huh. So that, you know, they understand the big deal that it's supposed to be, you know. Oh, you know, usually cute. they go and they see the giant ceremony and they're like, wow, this is yeah. awesome college. But, you know, it didn't happen. So so they even shouted out, like, my little cousin yeah, I who remember that. Like, graduated kindergarten or first grade. And he ran up on stage and he oh. was, like, there for a second. So it was super awesome that they did that for us. And, you know, they had the whole yeah. banner. And, I mean, like, it's better because you don't have to wait, like, an hour for your name to come up or for you to come up. Yeah, so it was an awesome thing. Your guys' whole family was there. My family yeah, was there. Yeah, it was literally like a like it was Itzy's family, aka my family too, and <laughs> your family. Well, your family was the one who planned it, and then yeah. all of our family went too. And it was literally like a graduation, it was like graduation how it usually is. It felt very personal. It felt yeah, very, that's what it was. Yeah, it I felt think, personal. Honestly, I enjoyed that more than I probably would have had a regular graduation. Because then I would yeah. have been one out of several hundred people that graduated that day and my name called up for half a second, you know? Yeah, that's what but, I was saying. That, like, it's better because, like, we didn't, we, didn't have, we didn't have to worry about parking. We didn't have to worry about getting good seats, waiting an hour for your name to get called. It literally all happened within an hour. Yeah, and it was all the people that I wanted there. No one had to worry about, oh, I can't make it or, oh, you know. Yeah, because it was like your like, house. Tickets or whatever. Yeah. So it was only the people that I wanted there, which was a really kind of amazing experience. I think. Well, if the monkeypox virus gets pretty bad when I graduate my master's program, I expect the same thing for me. Uh, so I'll give you Adrian's mom. <laughs> 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 Her number. And then yeah. yeah, we all got drunk at the end. And we had the time. Yeah, no, we don't need to talk about that. Oh, Next don't. story. <laughs> The after party is yeah, not a story for the podcast. If you were there, you were there. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Like, that's just <laughs> that's just what it is. And let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's end this college segment off with some tips. Do you have any tips for, you know, those listening who are either applying to college or are their freshman year and just are lost? Um, okay, so for people, I guess, applying or, you know, here in distance still in school and high school, I want to say just try because I don't know if some people, you know, there's always people out there that think like high school is really easy and you're kind of coasting it, not really studying too much. But I think at the end of the day, you know, your GPA and et cetera really does make a difference when you're applying to classes or to colleges to like kind of like giving a shit about stuff yeah like i took ap classes and i didn't study for most of those either and i mean, i passed like 50 percent of them so you know i was a lot of time wasted i think at the yeah. same time yeah i agree so it's stuff like you know give a shit now because it will pay off later but you know everybody tells you that so whether you actually do it's a different story yeah but going into college freshman year 
You know, I commuted, so it was kind of hard to get to know people. But I made like one friend in one class, and just making that one friend who was, happened to be a little bit more social than I was, got us like a little posse of like four or five people that I was. I had a little group by like you know my third fourth week in school, and mm. I think you don't have to make friends with everybody. Just find like one person, and you know from there you know it branches out. Like you know all of us were socially awkward people taking yeah. like your, our math classes, our science classes, so. You know, it's just one person I think can make the difference. I agree. Join yeah. clubs too. I think yeah, being aware of my fraternity. Well, you know, that's a whole different subject for another day. It did give me that opportunity to kind of everywhere I went, I knew somebody now. Whether it was somebody from a fraternity, someone from another fraternity, people from sororities, I had people to go to the gym with, I had people to study with, you know, they weren't taking the same like majors as me but you want to get a study group yeah. together? Like, let's at the end, it's all it. about, like, connections and yeah. just meeting people. And, yeah, I think what you said, too, even if they're not the same major, like, just having someone to study with mm-hmm. is a good motivating So join clubs. Thing. doesn't have to be fraternities or anything, but join Yeah, clubs. it doesn't even have to be, like, for your major or anything. It can be, That's like, true. any random club. Can we see some bands? Woo! No, they're all nerds. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you talk about band when you were in the episode? I think you did. She was in season band. Yeah, she. Highlight. She, was... she went to Louisiana for Notre Dame game. That was super cool. Indiana. Indiana. Would you say same. Louisiana? They're all the same. <laughs> Is are they in the same area, like no. part of America? No. Oh no, Louisiana. Oh no, Louisiana's in the south. Well, Indiana. Indiana's on top. Louisiana's like down here. Somewhere. Oh, so Indiana's on top. Yeah. I know where Louisiana's at, but I don't know I where Indiana's at. I took a geography at. class in college, and I know everything about everything. About America, too, or just about any other America. country? No, I was like, do you know all the countries in Africa? Yeah, right. <laughs> I know Egypt. And you just went to. <laughs> I know Egypt. I know. She was like, she just went to Africa. So let's get into wine. Actually, uh-huh. should we open another one, guys? Because there was three yeah. of us. Adrian, he's Let's a do it. This does not count as like it's drinking it. a lot because it's three of us That's and true. Itzy, you drink a lot. <laughs> Itzy drank most of our I wine. Only, <laughs> I only had one glass, Itzy. So I'm going to shout out another wine I bought. We're talking about me. You bought that one? I bought oh. Well, it's good for you to try wait, that. Oh, you bought three. No, it's not. This oh, is wait, the one no, I got Oh, okay. So we're opening up another one. Wow, the first time in the Chatty Fox. Wait pod history we're gonna open another wine bottle we should take a picture like it doesn't happen in every other no i (laughs) if it does i don't announce it (laughs) if it does i don't announce it is it a twist off it is a twist off okay go ready oh yeah that was i think it's (laughs) because the it had like a a seal on it oh it did all right, so let me pour this out first, and then I'll tell you guys the wine. So don't worry, we won't we won't like do a whole other wine segment on this, but I will say that it's a Pinot Noir. It is. So we're not like mixing white and red. So we're not mixing sweet reds. and red. Like we're not being we're not being uh, irresponsible. So I don't know if this goes for all Pinots, but I actually think this is very sweet for a Pinot. Alright, so this wine is called Miomi. Miomi. And oh, that it's sounds a like a cute Pinot girl Noir. name. And so I first heard of this like vineyard or brand 
from my mom who found some Cabernet versions in Costco. Those were actually like really great. She let me and Izzy try one one time. Mm. Super good. I found this one going to Olive Garden. This is one of their options at Olive Garden. What? Really? Yeah. So like, I saw the like the vineyard and I was like, the Cabernet is really good. Let's try the Pinot. So I, I got the Pinot and it was so good. Like it's very sweet. Mm. It's a really tasty wine, I think. And so I was like, oh, this is really cool. I went to Vons one day because me and Izzy buy all our wines from Vons. Shout out to Vons. Shout out Vons. I just find like the ones with the coolest Vons. labels usually. Yeah, me Vons. too. But, uh, <laughs> so I found it there. They also have a red blend at Vons, the same brand, the same and brand. a Chardonnay. So yeah, shout out uh, Miomi Pinot. Miomi! You can find it at Olive Garden and Vons. Shout out to Miomi. It is like 25 bucks, so I, that's, I do buy that's... slightly more expensive wines. Like, it's and, not that bad, but. I mean, like, yeah, in the wine world, that's not bad. But alright, let's smell it. Cheers. Something. I think it doesn't smell like too much, but it's so yeah. sweet, like almost, uh, I think, syrupy. Mmm, that's good. Oh, it is good. It's a very sweet, really good wine. Oh, it is sweet. It's almost like a dessert wine without actually being a dessert wine. Yeah. Like, no, so it's, it's definitely sweet. I will give a disclaimer though. If you are only Stella Rosa person, you're not gonna. Like, this is not the sweet I'm talking about. But it is sweet for a dry wine. Yeah. Like, it's smooth, it's sweet, it's not overbearing. Like, I actually think I like this one more than the first one we had. Mm -hmm. I would give this one a 9 out of 10. This is 9 out of 10, close to like a 9.5. I don't I think, think I've ever gave a wine 10 out I don't know. I should look back and listen. I actually I'm think... I'm hungry! <laughs> what? I'm hungry. No, I'm actually hungry. Okay, well... we'll yeah, go make, go, go make us those, those uh, pasta stickers. No, 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 we have chicken nuggets. We do? Yeah. We bought some of them. <gasps> you bought chicken nuggets? Yeah. Okay, to end off today's episode, before we wrap up with the fast round questions, I just want to know a little bit more about like wine we should have done this in the beginning but what do you guys think about wine like i know you were very knowledgeable with wine i always wondered how you got into it itsy i know you got into it because of us i got into it because it gets me drunk very fast <laughs> but <laughs> but with adrian I know your parents are into wine. So yeah, so I think the idea of starting to drink wine, because I've had, you know, when I was like younger, not, well, before I was 21, you know, they gave me a little sips of wine. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this thing is bitter. Why does anybody like drinking this? Like I've had- Because they like dry like, wine, I'd rather right? drink beer than this, and I didn't even like beer back then. Because they like dry wine, yes, right? Like Just to wine. reiterate. They like, like reds, yeah. so Cabernets, mm -hmm. they're very much into that. I don't know, there was something about once I started getting a little bit older, you know, going out to restaurants, especially if I wanted to take it to somewhere, I thought something like ordering a wine would be, it was more for like TV shows, honestly, but I wanted, it thought, I figured it was a classy move, mm -hmm. like ordering wine. It is wine. very classy. Getting into wine, I thought was just like, you know, a classy, more adult thing to do, not taking shots, not drinking mixed drinks at a club, but mm -hmm. something you can join for dinner, but something you can have with friends as a 
you know, because if you hang out with friends and you're drinking a bunch of beer and you're getting really bloated, yeah, and the buzz isn't hitting you that hard. If you're taking shots or like drinking heavily, you know, you're gonna get blacked out. It hits you too hard. It hits you too hard. <laughs> but if you're drinking wine, you know, it tastes a certain. Uh, you got it's an acquired taste, but I think it lands you in a very sweet spot with between not having to drink too much to get that buzz. I I think it's really like a good spot. But to still a good and time. Enjoy like an evening. Yeah. 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 Yeah, like you said, and I feel like it's also, like, quote-unquote, socially acceptable. Yeah, and you look hella classy. You do look classy. a glass of wine rather than a beer bottle or... Yeah, because I'm, like, like... taking down a shot. I'm, like, if it was, like, Tuesday night at home and you're taking tequila shots, that's going to look weird. A glass of wine a day keeps the doctors away. Yes, I agree. It's actually good for it you. It is actually really good for you. And we're not talking about Stella... Yeah, no, this is like real wine, people. Like, yes, real wine, like dry wine, to be exact. That's the truth. Red um, wines. I know dry wines have less sugar, so well, if you're diabetic... This might not be true for this one, but... That is true, yeah. No, Pinot Noirs are... Um, are they all sweet? I'm not sure. I haven't had too many no, no, Pinot Noirs are just lighter bodied. So we we started with the heavy body, and, it, and tastings, you're actually supposed to do it the other way. You're supposed to start, start with, with whites, light. Then yeah, light the body. whites, light, and, and, and heavy. heavy Before we end off, what was your first winery experience? Do you remember? Um, or like wine tasting experience? So, aside from our virtual one, because, you know, I feel like that doesn't give you the whole aesthetic and feel of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about a year or two ago, me, Itzy, my brother, and his girlfriend um, all went to Beckman Winery in... That was your first time? Los Olivos, which is right near, like a little bit past Santa Barbara, like 30 minutes before Solvang. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went there. My parents have a membership at a wine called Beckman's Vineyards. It was a really nice winery. We showed up, we had reservations. The hostess, like, you know, the sommelier actually, was super nice. She explained all the wines to us. She actually asked us like how we found out about this place and we told her that our parents have a membership. She actually gave us uh, the wine tasting for free because members get wine tasting for free. What? Or something like that. Or so even though you guys weren't members. Yeah, but because uh, my parents were, uh, you know, and we were, you know, cordial and nice, etc. Yeah. Either it was discounted or it was free or something like that. And then wow. they gave us access. I think we rented this, but they gave us like unlimited access to like this, uh, like the little roof yeah, yeah. places the, with the little the canopy Cana- or like a canopy. I know, I know what you're talking about. A gazebo. Yeah. Gazebo. gazebo. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Gazebo. Okay. A gazebo. So yeah, so they gave us a full like unlimited time at a gazebo, and it was right. Oh, unlimited thing. Because I think we had rented for like an hour or so, but I think because of the whole membership thing. They were like, you know, just there till you guys are done, you know. So we ordered like four bottles of wine, like full bottles of wine yeah. to drink at the gazebo. It was so you each ordered, or you each drank like one bottle, basically. basically. It was overlooking like a pond and everything. We took beautiful photos. It was a really nice Damn. thing. And then you know we took off. We picked up. We picked up an order my parents had placed there. Like for wine, so oh, we really? took wines home just because my parents already paid for them. Yeah. Plus, we bought like one or two more that we thought my parents would like. After the fact, 
Apparently, they even, like, looked up, you know, who the membership was for. It was, had my dad, like, number labeled and everything. And they called them up, and they said these guys were, like, you know, really nice, very respectful, et cetera, et cetera. We were glad they came, and et cetera. So they just hyped us up to our parents for, like, no wow. real reason at all. Like, and so it, cool. it was up, I was like, you know, we, we were should kind, go back. We were kind of, like, wasted. But, you know, like, I guess we... Like, you know, wow. present yourself. Next time well. you guys go take me. Okay. I want to go. Oh, yeah, so that was like my first wine experience. Where, where was this at again? Beckman's Vineyards in shout Los Olivos. Shout out to Beckman's Vineyards in Los Olivos. It's you stop dragging your feet. You can hear it. <laughs> well, thank you for being on today's episode. Yeah. I know it's getting late. Like I said, Adrian has a nine to five. But. I really appreciate you drinking wine with me on a Thursday night and just having a conversation with the Foxes about your college experience. I hope, you know, those listening got, oh, can you pour me some? He forgot to mention that he met me. Uh, That's a whole other episode. You don't have to mention that. (laughs) Let me me shout Itzy out real quick. No, I don't want any more. I met Itzy through... Through me, no? An ex of Melly's, actually. <laughs> but, like, through me, technically. But through Melly for all intents and purposes. Oh, my God, wait, wait, wait. I think I remember. Can I guess? Yes. Was it... We went somewhere. No. We no? were here. We played Monopoly. We were here? And Yeah, I got invited here. I think you're talking about Buffalo Walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was talking about. But I didn't go there. No, but... You did go. I didn't go. So I was like, tell your friend. I was like, tell your friend to go. But But tell everyone why she thought you were cute. She says I look like Shark Boy. You looked. (laughs) Hopefully not look like Taylor Lautner, but that's to be decided. I have a little bit of a beer belly. So I look like him like after the Twilight Saga. So we were here playing Monopoly? I don't remember that. We were here playing Monopoly. Itzy was here, first time I ever met her. We ended up driving to pick up Danielle, came back, played Twister. Wait, I remember that. <laughs> the Twister. <laughs> Wait. Met okay. all of these people for the first time except for my one friend. Oh my god, that's right. I forgot that we picked up Danielle. Shout out to Danielle if you're listening, if you're here. Hi. I remember that. That was fun. And then I that Itzy was really pretty, and I messaged her, like, the next day or, like, two days later. Wow. And the rest like, is... Instagram or something, no? I don't know. Something and, happened like that. And the rest was, was history. Well, that was Adrian's episode. Thank you. Thank Glad you for, for being a trooper. <laughs> Sorry, if you're hearing all these noises, Itzy it's is making, chicken, making nuggets. chicken nuggets on the air fryer. But let's finish off this episode because we're one hour and 24 minutes in. So let's, I have some fun questions for you. And it's actually, it's supposed to be fast round. Itzy, do you want to be a part of this? Okay. Okay. So I have some fast round questions for both of you. So like I said, I told Adrian earlier, you can be fast, as fast as you want, or you can, you know, elaborate, doesn't matter. Okay. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Burritos. I love rice and beans. Carne asada yeah. or chicken? Carne asada. Red or white wine? Red. Red. Mm. Oh, wow. Invisibility or super strength? Mm. Invisibility. Yeah. Oh, 
I thought I thought you would say I thought you were gonna say super strength. She would kill me. She'd been, she she hits me out of nowhere. Anyways, she had super strength. I died. Are you admitting to <laughs> domestic violence? Domestic I do not hit him. It's kind of like white chicks when I laugh and I'm like, <laughs> and I hit him hard because I forget. Or she like elbows me in the face. She forgets how strong I'm, she I'm is. Strong. <laughs> if you could be married to any Kardashian, who would it be, and why? Yeah, because I love her. Uh, I am her. That's it. That's your reasoning. Because I am her. She's successful and she. Kim, she got money and a fat ass. Yeah, It's <laughs> That's your reason, me? Well, I don't know. Or like, both of you say Kim? Uh, I like. Who's the model? The the. the oh Kendall? hell no! Kendall. She has a pretty hates... face. She has oh a pretty my face. god! I don't know anything about any of these I'm people, so face. I think she just has a pretty. <laughs> I think she's prettier than the rest of them. Oh my god! Are you breaking up on my podcast? Yeah, hundred percent over. Kendall Cart. I mean Jenner. She has a pretty face. I don't know anything about her. She's the most boring sister ever. (laughs) And I don't know any of them. So you say Kim and you say Kendall. Kim's a fake lawyer, so. Hey, but she beat beat Hillary Clinton. Clinton. I heard about that actually today. So I think think that's pretty badass. That's pretty cool. Okay, what's your favorite cuss word? Fuck. I actually want to say fuck too. But... I heard the podcast where this is like the one everybody always says. But it's true because you can use it for everything. You'd be like, fuck, that sucks. You're like, fuck, yeah, let's go. Everything. Okay. Would you rather want a tropical vacation or a mountain vacation? Or like, I said mountain, but I couldn't find the word to say like. Like wilderness? Yeah. Tropical or wilderness? Tropical. I'd kind of be down for wilderness. I was like, I feel like you would, but I wasn't sure because I know you like. He likes adventure. Yeah, so I, I like adventure too. I, I recently, like every time me and my friends decide to plan a camping trip, I start like YouTube and shit and everything. So I recently got really into the idea of bushcrafting. Bush, what is that? Bushcrafting is when you go into the forest and you make shit out of just the Bush. things around you. Oh. So you know they take an axe, they take a saw or a knife. And they can make fires, they can build whole, like, cabins, like, it's just taking a few items and making, like, and surviving out there, basically. Mm. And there's these really, like, you've seen those things on YouTube where those Indian guys, you know, make the whole, like, crazy-ass mansions out of, like, mud and, like... I've never seen that. Well, it's on, like, Facebook and Instagram places. That's crazy. But it's kind of similar, but more with, like, wood and Mm -hmm. more foresty environments. So that's why you would choose wilderness, like you would want to try I think it's cool. Things. I want to, you know, try some of that. I also want, yeah. so I don't want to just be tossing the wild and make that all myself. But no, yeah, I no. I want to be in like a nice cabin. I figured that you would like. And then try that out while I'm there. Go on yeah. a hike, like hang up by a, like a freaking river. So you rather like want hikes and mountain views instead of beaches and. Yeah. And I definitely think it depends on like who I'm with. Like. If Itzy wants to go on a tropical vacation, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. But if she's down for, you know, a more of a laid back thing, because that's how I feel it is in nature, more than in a tropical thing. You, you know, there's always, like, beach parties and, you know, all the lake stuff or beach, like jet skis, boats, everything you can do. Like, But in, like, wilderness and cabins and stuff, it's very more laid back, very serene, very casual, and very relaxing. Okay, so... The next question. Three things to have with you if you were to be stranded in an island. An axe, a knife, 
and very practical. A net. I would have Adrian, and then I would have <laughs> <laughs> me with my three things, and then. <laughs> So she can kill me in my sleep. I like my knife. And, and then I would have my pen. My weed pen. Your weed pen? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to just to reiterate in case you missed it, Adrian would have a knife. And take back the, I don't know, you know, knife, axe, and net. Adrian would have a knife, an axe, and a net, which pretty good because with a net you can catch... Food, and you fish. put a part of it and make fishing line. Yes. And Itzy says she would have Adrian, a.k.a. all the things he has, <laughs> plus... Weed pen and her own knife. Oh, her own knife and her weed pen. Work smarter, not harder. That's a, no, with your answer. Taking oh. me. <laughs> Next question. This was just for Adrian, but you can answer too. Yeah. What's your favorite character on new girl and why oh shit so if i had to pick one so let me preface because it is really hard i love like they're I all love funny new girl. i have watched new girl through don't judge me like at least 10 times but i would say schmidt one because you know he has all those like douchebag qualities that are kind of funny like with the douchebag jar and all the stuff he says but i also not gonna lie, I think he has a cuter love story than Jess and Nick. I think him finally, like, finding Cece is fucking amazing. And they have their daughter Ruth at the very end, and she is, like, amazing. Spoiler! But... Honestly, they're, they're like the Nick Jonas and the Priyanka Chopra. But throughout the entire series, Schmidt has never given up trying to get Cece. And they finally find the time to work together and fall in love, and I think that's amazing. Also, he's hella funny. I agree. I really like Schmidt. He's funny. Yeah, I love Schmidt. I am Schmidt. <laughs> You're not Schmidt. You're Winston. Next question. <laughs> this one, this question I got from another podcast that I was listening to. And it was like, I've never heard this question before, but I thought it was pretty interesting. And I want to hear what you guys say. So, if, if let's say you cannot drink anything else in the world... Besides what each finger dispenses on your hand, on just one hand, so five. Wait, what? So let's okay. say, let's say you can't drink anything else in the world besides what your fingers dispense, and what's it called? Like a default water is available. So, so you, besides yeah, besides water, like let's just say you can get water wherever. What five drinks would you have dispensing from each finger? And those are the only drinks you can have. I would have strawberry lemonade, the red Gatorade, that's my favorite. Okay. I would have horchata, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a um, squirt. Hmm? I do like squirt, yeah. yeah. Squirt is superior. All right, so we, we can't pick water because we already got water. Yeah, like just default. Like, let's just say water is accessible. All right, I'm going to go with... The lime margarita cut water. So I can get drunk if I want to. Alright, next. I will pick orange juice, freshly squeezed, because I feel like that's a classic and you need to have it at breakfast. Next one will be 
No, I'm going to struggle with them and I'll back share with you call like say. One of my favorite drinks to get. Next one will be mm, I'll go Gatorade as well. I'll do either the blue or the I think it's like grape, I don't know, it's like the dark bluish but not purple one. The last one I would have been here. Because of the rumors that you've heard on Instagram. What rumors? If you know, you know. I don't know. Oh my god, for the first time, I don't know. I know the thing about pineapple in general. Is that the same thing for the agua de piña? Oh. Okay, never mind, I do know. Just kidding. I was just teasing you. I do know everything. What has been your favorite year in your 20s and why? I want to say this year. For a couple reasons. 25? 25. Oh, uh, well... I'm thinking of this like calendar year, not necessarily because I just turned okay. 25. So mm -hmm. this year, I just started my new job. Got getting paid way more than I was before, so that's big plus. Two, I'm gonna be getting a Tesla in about a week or two. Oh my God, it's it told me. I didn't think it was that T fast. Technically, my ordering date starts tomorrow, but you know I'm, I'm giving it time, so I can have a Tesla tomorrow, but. Yeah. So that, that, you know, awesome. I don't know, movies open, like movie theaters open back up. I honestly love going to the theaters. Yeah, so and a lot of good movies came out recently, cool. too. Yeah. I saw Spider-Man No Way Home in 4D. 4D? 4D, that was yeah. amazing. He was moving. Yeah, the whole, like, <laughs> Wait, the really? All them seats move? The seats Wait, move. where'd you guys go? Seats move, you get, like, uh, strobe lights, you get, like, smoke, you get, where'd like, you water spraying at what? you. What? Wait, where was this? So they opened up a new one in North Hollywood, in that new, like, shopping center that they're building. <gasps> oh. It's a Regal Is theater. it Regal? Oh, okay. I think I've seen it. Freaking awesome. 100% worth it. Oh, oh my god. Dragon Jerry, Ball Jerry, again, if you're listening, if we stayed this long, please take me there too. Take me there first and then Mastro's after. Yeah. They're not even near each other. They're not near each other, but it's worth it. I went to Greece. Oh yeah. You guys traveled together Amazing out of the country. Trip. Highly recommended. You gotta go to one place out of anywhere in Greece, go to Santorini. Unless you're trying to party, go to Mykonos, but it's way more... Like, everything is supposed to be more expensive there. But Santorini is beautiful. It's serene. Yeah. A little bit, like, more laid back, but still freaking amazing. Honestly, that's a lot. That's a lot that me. you did in six... Like, it's barely been eight months in the year. Great fucking year for me. <laughs> oh, good job. Good job, Adrian. Thank you. Itzy, do you have anything to say? Oh, um, I'm still with her. She hasn't broken up with me yet. So, plus... Yay! <laughs> She's like, anyways. <laughs> oh, I would say this year because, you know. So the same thing. This I year guess. because you guys traveled. And because traveled. I'm getting a Tesla that she's going to be it's driving around in. It's to talk. I went to Greece. And then I went to Egypt. And I love my job. She said that she loved her job, in case you didn't hear. Yeah, I love kitties. I love working with the kitties. Um, actual children, not kids. Yeah, not not cats. And then right now, you know, I think just thinking of what to do next year, planning, being able to do that. And also, just throwing this out there, I'm taking Itzy to Solvang in about two weeks. I'm excited for you guys. So Solvang is cute. Really cool weekend, drinking wine and just having a good time. Yeah. Are you guys staying over there, or is it just? I'm gonna probably rent us a 
I think you should. I think you should go to that Chumash Casino that's like right there. Yeah, actually, me and Nancy have a good, really good record at gambling. We won money. I don't know if it's because I just went to Vegas, but like roulette is addicting. Like honestly, if you can play roulette, you guys should play roulette. Blackjack's addicting too, but I think roulette's more addicting. I like blackjack. I like blackjack but I too. All my money. I that yeah, that's why I'm saying I think roulette's more addicting because roulette I lose less money. But it also depends on what the minimum is. Anyway, thank you guys for being on this episode with me. I hope you had fun. Did you guys have fun? Say yes. Yes. <laughs> I did have a really good time. Thank Yay! You I hope the foxies had a good time too. And I think this will be a good episode. So I hope all of you listening really took the time to get to know Adrian and enjoyed this episode and have a new insight now on like college and just how it was like choosing which college to go to and how to get through all these hard classes. I hope if you have any other questions, you can always reach out to Adrian. Do you want to give... Do you want to say any last words to the people listening? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you guys need to talk to anybody, don't doesn't have to be me, but, you know, reach out to somebody. But <laughs> he's like, don't reach out to me, go reach out to someone. <laughs> if at any point anybody ever cares, my Instagram, which is the only thing I'll give, I also will probably deny you if I don't know who you are. No, so. yeah, of course. Just... But A underscore Drian underscore 777. <laughs> and that's it. Or at yeah. the rest of it. No, I'll tag it on the show notes anyway. So if you really have a specific question, like let's say you're a mechanical engineer yourself, oh, yeah, I will works. I will tag Adrian on the show notes if you wanna DM him. Uh like he said, he's on Instagram, but if anything you can tell me and I'll tell him. That's true. That um works. but yeah, you can always reach out to me too. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Itzy. Thank you, Adrian, for being on. Even Itzy, I forget that she's here. If you have any, if you have any questions for Itzy, you're you're Itzy Bitsy yo. You already know where to reach out for her. But thank you guys again, and make sure that you follow the podcast, Instagram, and Twitter at the Chatty Fox Pod. And if you liked today's episode, leave a five star review because it will go a long way for me. And even if you didn't like it, just Please pretend yeah, and just on, just give me a five star review because what is what is giving me a one star gonna do? It's not gonna do anything for you. It's gonna hurt my feelings. It's so. gonna hurt us and it's not gonna hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and I hope that you tune in next week for another episode. Bye. Bye.